So we're on to episode number five of Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We have talked about the farmer. We talked about that. We mm-hmm. talked about the cheesemonger, the, the reco ring down in uh, Grafton. And of course, last episode was the golfer. Episode number five, John, I went fishing. Oh, thank God that was you and not me. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I was like, this is going to be the thing and the fishing. And uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised I didn't catch anything. But this is a really fun time. We went up to almost to Hayward, man. It was the Chippewa flowage mm-hmm. to the Indian Trails Resort. That is where we met John and Brenda Detloff. This guy, John, has been guiding the Chippewa flowage. And they're on the Indian Trails Resort in the far northern part of Wisconsin for 50 years. Uh, he's got some stories in a bar that I sat at for a minute that's like 100 years old. You'll like it. It's uh, Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We're calling this one The Fisherman. Inside Wisconsin's Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet, Episode 5 with John Detloff, the guide of the Chippewa Flowage here at Indian Trails Resort. John, thanks for having us out. I'm glad to have you. This looks like a good musky day. Anxious to get on the water and see if we can catch something. And if we catch something, we come back and ring this bell... I want to jinx it. Farmers, brewers, hunters, packers, badgers, cheeseheads, neighbors. No matter what name we go by, we are bound together by our roots. These are the people, the stories, and the statriotism from inside Wisconsin. Welcome to Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. That's the muskie bell. Tell us about that That's quick. That's right. When a guest of ours uh, catches a muskie, any muskie over 30 inches long, they come and they ring the bell to celebrate their catch and alert the whole resort that they caught a muskie. Any muskie is a victory and something to be proud of, and that's a tradition that we've been going uh, following with for years and years. We'll see how it goes. Let's go fishing. Thanks, Sounds John. great. John, you've been here 50 years? Moved up here when I was 10 from Chicago, and... Prior to that, we were coming up here as guests for seven years before that. So I've been here in one way, shape, or form since I was two years old. I've never musky fished, so this is like, acting like you're teaching a kid, even though I'm almost 40. Well, it's a fun, exciting sport. It takes a lot of patience. you imagine if I catch one? Like, I know I'm probably not going to catch one, but you, like, first time musky fishing, how many people? It has happened. You never know. This is a creeper, which is my all-time favorite bait. My wife and I caught more fish and bigger fish on a creeper than any other bait. And especially in a lake like the Chippewa Flowage, topwater baits are awesome. How many muskie do you think you've caught in 50 years? Uh, right around caught and guided close to 1,400. Wow. How many uh, yourself? Um, 1,399? Probably, no, probably. Maybe half, I don't know. How many days ago was the last one you caught? Um, I think about three days ago when I caught it on this bait. Well, let's and, go. Uh, and then uh, here's this other one for you. Oh, this you're one. using that one. That, okay. Yeah, nobody touches my Bugsy Creeper. Yes. Nope, including me. <laughs> What's this one? This is an orange globe. My dad was a tournament caster and he couldn't do any better than that. Well. With all these baits, it's just a slow, steady retrieve. So. I can't talk and cast at the same time. Well, that was a good sure cast. you understand. Thanks. That was good. Um, we talked about how your family, this is the third generation or fourth generation. I mean, you you well, have some deep roots. Yeah, you might say third generation. My uncle and my grandparents uh, ran the resort in the uh, late 60s, early 70s, and we were vacationing here during that period, and, and even before he owned it. 
And then once he was done, uh, my parents bought it from him. And then I was here uh, since I was 10 years old, working right off the bat, had my various duties. And then some years later, I bought into it with my mom and we were partners. And, and when she retired, my wife and I continued uh, running it. And here we are today, 50 years later. So it's, it's just a, a love of what we do. We have seven cabins. Uh, we have what we call a bunkhouse, which is a lakeside motel with uh, nine private sleeping rooms. Uh, some of our guests have had the same cabin the same week for 30 years or more. The people realize that places like this um, are slowly disappearing, and it's nice to know that there are still some places, some mom and pop businesses that are thriving and doing well and are out there uh, happy to serve the people. You're not only a guide, for 50 years. You've not only been on the Indian Trails Resort your entire life, but you are a full-fledged historian. How many books have you authored, John? I've written uh, three different books and I've done a lot of articles, usually historical, uh, fishing lore, Indian history, resort history, guide profiles. I just love the, the history of the Northwoods is always fascinating and important to document. A Chicago boy fell in love with the north woods of Wisconsin. Who would have thunk? <laughs> that happens regularly, doesn't it? It does. You know every inch of this water? The biggest secret to fishing is learning the lake, learning the structure that you're fishing, learning the shape of the bars or where the stumps are or where the hiding places are, where the weed beds are. You don't have to learn the whole lake, but you just learn whatever spots you choose, learn those spots really well and then you're going to be producing fish. Some people might not be hardcore fishermen, but they'll go out here and they'll wet a line and dabble and they'll enjoy it just as much as the seasoned veteran. It's all about just getting out on the lake and just uh, letting this beautiful countryside just uh, seep into your being, you know, and it's uh, yeah. very, very uh, therapeutic and relaxing. This is really fun. Thank you for having us up. This is an addicting thing. Like, thanks for teaching me how, because now I don't want to go in, even though I'm freezing. Let's go have a beer is what I'm trying to say out loud. Yeah, I've got to open the bar. So here we are at the Little Red Bar that you told us about. This bar, this literally this bar is how old? This bar is 85 years old. And uh, this goes way back to when the resort was first built in 1937. Actually, the room above us was the original bar and this was uh, all underground. Um, and then Literally. after World War II, they tunneled underneath the original bar and lodge building, created this room, and then they dismantled this bar, which was upstairs, brought it down here and reassembled mm -hmm. it. And uh, so this bar down here has been here since 1945. You said that if you didn't have this, that you really wouldn't want to do this. This is where it all comes together, and the stories and the whole thing. Well, it would be a lot less uh, fun and uh, memorable because the bar at a, at a resort situation setting is kind of the glue that uh, holds everything together. It's the meeting place, it's the social place, it's the place where guests can get to know each other and have fun and joke around and tell fish stories and celebrate their fishing victories or lament their defeats after they lose a big muskie. Uh, just a lot of good times are had here in the Little Red Bar. I mean, it is Wisconsin. There's something about a bar in Wisconsin that's a piece of our culture, whether it's with hunting or 
resort life or the Northwoods or whatever the case may be. And behind us now, I mean, this is where it all comes together. This is the the musky chart. That's right. This Nobody is... can touch this but you, you said, right? <laughs> well, since I was 10 years old, I've been keeping the records because I had uh, good uh, printing skills. Our charts go back to 1955. And since then, we've had almost 8,000 muskies caught by our guests out of our resort and uh, you know, registered here. Are those caught by John Detloff on there? Is that... Those two biggest ones aren't. Uh -huh. well, two of, of our guests. Are. It's like you know what you're doing or something. My wife, uh, Brenda, she caught uh, uh, the two biggest fish out of our boat this year. She got a nice 45 and 44 inch muskie. Also behind us and here in the little red bar, there are trophy fish. And these are ones that you've caught over the years. I love that you are trying to preserve everything that your family from generations back has built with the deep roots that you've established here in the north woods of Wisconsin. And your hope in being a mom and pop business is it just stays that way forever. Yes, I know it won't, but uh, I'm gonna do my best uh, uh, you know, to keep this going. My wife and I just love what we're doing. Uh, my wife Brenda's a, a fisher person, a hunter, an outdoors lady, so she uh, just is a great part of this whole scheme. And uh, us being a couple that likes to fish, uh, it encourages other couples that come here and it's like, well, yeah, this is not just a man's sport, it's for the whole family. Well, thanks for having us out. Thanks for allowing us to come and visit and thanks for taking us fishing, teaching me how to cast. I did not lose any lures, didn't nope. hit any trees or get snagged, which is saying something. Sounds great. It's a pleasure you, to have Thanks you out there. Cheers. You might be surprised I don't have sea legs. <laughs> Am I blocking the wind for you guys? I'm not a fisherman, John. Like, I got my license just so nobody got in trouble, but... Good. And then I'm cast... Oh, that's an example of what not to do. Hey! <laughs> do we have to be quiet? Is this like hunting? You don't or doesn't have, that matter? You know, the talking doesn't seem to to bother things. Well, that's good because I talk a bit. The proportion of losing baits is equal to the proportion of losing clients. I caught a leaf. Oh, you need some help here? Or... Should be okay. Whoops. You see that one big boulder there? Yeah. Don't take it for granted. I get it. That was a good dad joke, yeah, John. I, that's all I have. That's it? <laughs> and that's a wrap of episode five of Inside Wisconsin's Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Remember here on YouTube, hit subscribe, smash the like button, and over on the podcast side, leave us a five-star review. Scroll to the bottom, click five stars, maybe write a little review about Deeper Roots. We'd appreciate it. If you want to learn more about John and Brenda Detloff in Indian Trail Resort, head to their website, indiantrailresort.com. You will love their little spot of heaven in the Northwoods. And as always, if you have a Deeper Roots story here in the state of Wisconsin that you want us to share, head to the website and fill out the form. It's farmandfleet.com slash deeper roots. We love sharing these stories with all of you. Share with us now. Who do you want to learn more about? Head to the website, farmandfleet.com slash deeper roots. Talk to you later. Bye. Inside Wisconsin is brought to you by Baycare Clinic, Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the University of Wisconsin Platteville, Rolltech, Festival Foods, Capital Credit Union, North Star Mohican Casino Resort, American Family Insurance, Miller Lite, and Aaron's Company.